Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natabakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh arsalahu bashiran wa nadhira bayna yada'i al-sa'a من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصيهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر إلا شيئا إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور أعازمها وشر العمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدع دلالة وكل دلالة في النار أما بعد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله قولوا قولا سديدا يصلحكم عمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم وما يطيع الله ورسوله فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَدِيمًا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَدِيمِ Inshallah, in uh, today's khutbah, I will talk about something I believe, which is dear to all of us, which is our families. And Allah Azza wa Jal specifically commanded the believers to protect themselves and their families from the fire. This is a great command from Allah Azza wa Jal and that puts a lot of burden on us as well, especially in the time and era that we are living in. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Tahreem, بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا in this ayatul mubarak Allah Azza wa Jal is, has commanded the believers to protect themselves and their families from the fire. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on and explains, give more description of this fire, that this fire is the one for which the humans and the stones are the fuel of this fire. And Allah Azza wa Jal has placed a malaika, and a specific kind of malaika has been placed by Allah Azza wa Jal. And those malaika are they are severe. They are severe and they do not disobey what they have been commanded by Allah Azza wa Jal. 
and they do what they have been commanded with. Many of the Mufassireen, when they talk about this ayah, they follow up this ayah by the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the explanation of the, this ayah. The hadith that is reported by many of the books including Imam Bukhari, Sahih Bukhari. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun. And every one of you is a shepherd on his ra'ayah, the, the, the one which is the subject of that. And the hadith of Al-Amir, and the Amir, the one who is implementing the deen of Allah over you, he is the caretaker of the subject which is the Ummah of Muhammad. And the people who even do not want to accept Islam and live under Islam, he is the Amir over them, he is the caretaker, and he's a Mas'ul, meaning he will be questioned on the Day of Judgment. And this hadith of Rasulullah goes on and talks about different people's responsibilities, including And the man is the caretaker of his house, and the, well, he is the one who will be questioned about his family members. And then goes on about the maratu ra'iyatun ala bayti ba'liha wa waladi wa hiya mas'ulatun anhum. And the woman is the caretaker of the house of her husband and the children that she has from him. She is the caretaker, meaning and she is the one who will be asked by Allah Azza wa Jalla. She is a mas'ulah. Mas'ulah or mas'ul is the word that's coming from the su'al, which is called su'al. And the su'al means question. And the mas'ul is the one who will be questioned. Meaning he is responsible for whatever the subject Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded in the ayah that I've talked about, about surah, from Surah Tahreem. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu quu anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. Allah has commanded us to protect ourselves and our families from the fire. Now we are aware of that, that whenever the command of Allah Azza wa Jal is connected with, from this indicator or the qareena, when the command is connected with the punishment in the hellfire, if we do not do that, that means an obligation. It's not just a command, a mere command, this recommendation or something. Rather, it is an obligation on the people to protect themselves and the family from the hellfire. Now, this has become a very difficult task in the world today to take care of ourselves and families, to, to protect ourselves and the families from the hellfire. Meaning, because this means, but protecting is to teach our children, to teach ourselves and to live by what Allah has commanded and to stay away from the prohibition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in the societies that we are living in, whether we talk about the West, or whether we talk about the East, whether we talk about the people where the Muslims are in big number and small number, it doesn't matter. We are still commanded by the very same Allah, the one who is the creator of the heavens and the earth, and everything in between. 
He is not only the creator of, uh, 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 of the heavens and the earth. When we are living in the place where Muslims are in majority, hence we will follow the commands of Allah there. And when we come to the lands where we are not in majority, we start thinking, now we can bend the rules. Or now the maslaha can be okay for us to follow. Or the benefit becomes the rule for extracting the commands from Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah is still the one who is a Rabb. No matter we are in small number or big number. Hence, the task has become very difficult now in the societies, whether east or west, because Allah's command is not the one that is supreme. Hence, the environment is not healthy for the believer to live in. And not only for the believer, as a matter of fact, the environment is not healthy for the human beings. Because we are all, whether we are Muslims or non-Muslims, we are the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is the one whose laws should be, we should be abiding by, so we can have a tranquility in our life, a peaceful life, whether Muslim or non-Muslim, because Allah is the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything in between. He is the one who is all-knowing. He is the one who is just. He is the one who is unbiased. He is the one who is not in need of anything. And when He gives the rules from Allah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He gives the rules, He is not in need of anything in return from us. He created us. Hence, the laws he gives are for sure are just and it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the question comes in that we are facing different kind of challenges today in the, in the society or societies at large anywhere in the world. But the thing is, challenges were always faced from the time of the creation of Adam When he was put through the test, Adam he went through a test. There was a trial for him. Not to go to the, to, towards the, the tree. And he made a mistake. But he returned back to Allah Azza wa And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Adam and Hawa to, 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 to the earth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave progeny to Adam and Hawa. And many, many men and women were created from them. And they go through many, many tests. And hence, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, time after time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent messengers. And those messengers were responding to the challenges of that time. Whether it is Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam, whether it is Hud alayhi salam, or Salih, or Shu'ayb, or Musa, or Harun, or Isa, or Yahya, or Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They all came to remind the mankind that la ilaha illallah. There is nobody worthy of worship except Allah Azza wa Jal. Yes, we read that we study in the Quran and the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that many different nations came with different kinds of mistakes that they were making. We find the Musa alayhi salatu wasallam time, the Fir'aun was there. And he's the one who wataha, he's the one who became rebellious. Or we see the Hud the one who were living in huge mount, carved mountains they were living in, huge buildings they were living in. Or Shu'ayb that there were people who were there, they were cheating in the, 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 in the, in the, uh, when they were doing the financial transactions. Or we see Lut the time when people were doing the act that was never done before, the homosexuality. And Allah Azza wa Jal destroyed all those nations I'm talking about. When they rebelled against Allah Azza wa Jal, when they rebelled against Allah Azza wa Jal, 
And now today, by the way, moving on to other prophets even, even talking about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam when they were doing idol worshipping. In all those cases, we are mentioned about different kinds of sins they were committing. But in reality, the biggest sin they were doing was the shirk. They were doing the shirk. They were worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does it mean by worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Let's be clear about that. Otherwise, we will not be able to do this task of Ya amanu, ku nara. We will not be able to take care of this. We have to understand what is the problem that we have in our hands? What is the challenge we have in our hands? And today, what we see is we see all those sicknesses that we talk about in different prophets have been gathered at one time now. Whether it's cheating in financial transactions, whether you talk about people who are living in huge buildings and they are arrogant about that from there on, or talk about the homosexuality, LGBTQ and plus and whatsoever, all those things that we talk about, or we talk about the pornography, or we talk about prostitution, as in the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, different forms of prostitution existed in Jahiliyyah, in the time of ignorance, before Muhammad sallallahu was appointed as the prophet, or idol worshipping, those idols were stone, made of stone at that time, the time of Muhammad sallallahu and the time of Ibrahim Now those idols have different shapes and forms. Let's not think of it, the people will only be following the idols only, in the shape of stones. These idols have different forms. These are bad, the people have made them as they rubbed. It's different than what it was at that time. Today, they are coming in different forms, brothers and sisters here. And when we talk about those nations in the past, Allah did not even talk about all those things they were doing before, besides the sins they were committing because of which they were destroyed. Look, the people who were worshipping idols at that time or today, even some of them are still following the worshipping statues. They, they know that statues do not talk back to you. They do not give you any benefit. They know that. So it's not that these statues are giving them anything. At the end when they are worshipping all those things, they have put Allah on the side and now their life affairs are controlled by the creation instead of by the creator. Instead of their believing by what Allah has commanded, they started living by the, what creation is commanded. And within the creation, it's always a segment of the creation that is the one who, who rules there. The segment is the one who has more power. It's always the case, the more powerful one, no matter what you call them, today you call them democracy, but the one who has the power is the one who has powerful ones. And they are the one who are oppressing the mankind. And they will continue to oppress. Whether it is the rule people are living by, the rule by an individual, a dictator, or a king, or a few, or the majority, or even all mankind get together and try to tell us what is right and wrong, they will continue to oppress. Whosoever judge between the people, whosoever rule between the people, anything but Allah is revealed, they will be zalimun, they will be oppressors. So when we are looking at these problems, it, that we think this is tough. Look, my brothers and sisters, it was always the case in the history of Islam 
and do not fool yourself by saying the history of Islam starts from Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It started from the creation of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. And then the messengers continue to come to ask the people to submit to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To worship nobody but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's not the issue, it's not an excuse to, for us to think this way. Oh, we are minority, we are a small number, hence we have the way, we can twist the rules of Allah azza wa or we can find some excuses not to live by what Allah has commanded us. That is not sufficient. This is not, this is not excuse that is acceptable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do not put a responsibility on us unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a capability. And if we are living in this time and era with the challenges that we have talked about, that Allah must have given us a capability to take care of that. And to bring the mankind, not only the Muslims, back to Allah Azza wa Jal, to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to live by what Allah has commanded. So Allah has given us a capability. Allah has given us capability. And let's not become those that say, well, that if I have the capability to do the obligation, I'll do it. It's not me who will decide what I have the capability of or not. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has decided. He's the one who decides. So don't come to make these silly, stupid excuses to ourselves and be the losers on the day of judgment. Allah is the one who decides this. We see the history of Islam. Muslims were challenged with many, many things. Whether it was the death of Muhammad وسلم, the biggest challenge that Ummah can face. Or at the time of Abu Bakr Siddiq when they were thought of it, the Quran will be lost. Or later on, when they were thinking of the Sunnah of Muhammad وسلم, will be lost. There were a section of the Ummah always rose and took care of the issues. The Quran was preserved, the Sunnah of Muhammad وسلم, was preserved, and then when we lost even Palestine at one point, it was taken back. And today we have lost again, yes. But we are the one who are accountable to make sure it comes back to the Ummah. And not only Palestine, as last time I was talking about Al-Quds, because the issue of Al-Quds was happening in the month of Ramadan. It's not only the Al-Quds, it's the whole world, it's the whole world should be, should be living according to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it's Hindutva that's oppressing the Ummah in India, whether it's the Kashmiris who are oppressed, whether it's the Rohingya Muslims, whether it's the Yugur Muslims, whether it's, it's the Muslims in Yemen or Syria and on and on. And this, this can go on and we can be brothers and sisters, we'll be sitting here and just counting these names and numbers. And we are challenged with other ideas today. So we have to prepare our children from those ideas. The idea or the sickness of nationalism is another sickness we have. If I talk about one issue, a brother will come and say, why don't you talk about the other issue of the Muslim Ummah? It's not the issue of that. We have to think of it no matter one issue has been discussed. It's the part of the Ummah, that's what we are discussing. And to understand what is the main issue behind all this. So whether it's nationalism today, whether it's LGBTQ issues today, whether it's the issue of feminism, whether it's the issue of women's rights, whatever all those issues are today, let me give you a glad tiding here. No matter what those issues are, or whatever issues were there in the past, they were always solved by the Kitab Allah and the Sunnah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
And we can still today will be able to solve them because these are the two things Muhammad وسلم, left behind. And we will be able to solve the problems we don't even know of until the day of judgment. By the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Sunnah of Muhammad because this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this is a glad tidings for us. At the same time, this glad tidings also means that we as Muslims, we have responsibilities. This responsibility is on our shoulders. We are the one who are carrying the haq. We are the one who are carrying the haq. I cannot go into detail of each problem, brothers and sisters. I know that this is a short period of time. I'm touching that, but I'd like to, you to understand where the solution lies for all those things. And we are the one who are carrying this responsibility because we have the haq Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed the book to Muhammad sallallahu and he said to him that rule among the people by what Allah has revealed to you, that what has been shown to you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Look, this book was revealed for the sole purpose to take the people out of darkness into the light. People, I was, I was waking up my son a couple of days ago for Fajr. And he was not waking up. I turned the lights on. And the brothers and sisters who know what happens if you are in the dark, you turn the light on, what happened to you? You are not able to even open your eyes. You don't want to open your eyes at that time. And this is what's happening to the mankind today. We have the light. They have become so used to of darkness. They're not able to open their eyes. They're not open to, able to see the light. But they will get used to it. They will get used to it because darkness is causing them harm in all the ways. They cannot see where they are stepping. They don't know what they are stepping over. They don't know what they are tripping over. Once the light is there, the nur of Islam is there, they will be able to see what is right and wrong and they will be able to, able to live by that. This is what happens to us and inshallah, we are the one who are carrying the haq. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us the ummah that Muhammad Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called us as the best ummah that enjoin the good and forbid the evil and believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has referred to as, us as وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَكُمْ أُمَّةٌ وَسَتَ لِتَكُونُ شُحَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَيَكُونُ رَسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا We are that ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us the one who provide the justice, who take the people out of darkness into the light so people can know what who's their rub and who their, who's the rub they should be worshipping. Bakul Kodi Haza Astafurali Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sira are available at Islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.